Welcome back to more Bernie and Chris, everybody. I'm Bernie. I'm Chris. Chris, we got we got a special episode today. I know it's funny how things work. You know, me and Matt planned obviously the NBA draft is this week, and we have our mock draft today that we did together. And um, little do you know, there's a lot of NBA action going on this week. Yeah. So originally, just like Chris you said, we were just gonna cover the. We're just gonna do our mock draft and be like, yeah, that's an episode. Like, enjoy the draft this week, whatever. But then the middle of the end of the week, it it seemed like virtually every single player on in the league was up for a trade, basically. Yeah. Like like Matt always says to me, the NBA offseason never seems to uh, disappoint. No, it really doesn't. It's the best out of all the leagues, without a doubt. It, it's, like, I'm, it's I'm, sorry, I'm sorry to all the hockey fans and the football fans and the baseball fans who think that their offseason is amazing. No, literally nothing competes with the NBA offseason. Well, it's always the craziest, too, because the NBA gets the most revenue. That, well, right behind the NFL, probably. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, they have all this revenue coming in, and the contracts that people get are always insane. And players always seem to be building these uh, super teams. Yeah, exactly. Um, so how we're going to break this down today is that we'll do our mock draft first. We'll get that one out of the way since that was the one we were committed to. Then we'll talk a little bit about the free agency. We'll give our thoughts on what we think, what we want the Celtics to do. Yep. Which means that they're not going to do anything that Chris and I probably want to do because they, <laughs> for some reason, just don't really like to participate in free agency too much. <laughs> and then also we have to talk about what's going on in Houston because this is this is unbelievable what's going on there. Yeah, I'm sure a story will probably break after after we record. I'm sure. Oh, I'm sure. And then on top of that, too, if anything breaks while we're talking, which honestly, it possibly could, considering that teams are already trading today. Uh, we'll talk about who's already on the move. Uh, we'll 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 cut in. We'll instantly stop what we're talking about. We'll talk about hey, this just happened. Um, but most likely, I'm going to take a wild guess that nothing is going to happen while we record. And then literally, like, I'm going to take a while. I'm going to put in a guess that within five minutes, something's going to happen the second we're done. Absolutely. Just, be, just because that, that's how it's been for us lately. And yeah. so I, I can't wait. I cannot wait to see LeBron James get traded five minutes after we are done recording today. Right, Chris? Oh, is the way it works. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let's hop into our mock draft. Um, so Chris and I, we didn't want to do, like, our own, like, go up against each other. We we wanted to come together and be like, all right, let's let's do this together. Let's be different. So, with that being said, it's not going to be a debate between Chris and I saying, "Oh, your pick is wrong," or "Oh, my pick is right," or anything like that. We're going to say who we thought is going where, and then on top, and then on top of that too, we're going to keep track of it because the draft this is Wednesday. We're going to keep track to see how many we got right. Yeah, I know. I'm going to take a wild guess. We're going to get like two or three right at most. Yeah, I know. We'll post our final uh, right correction numbers on our social media pages. Yeah, so. I can't wait to be. Hor- <laughs> I can't wait to be horribly wrong. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, yeah, it's tough. I mean, a draft is tough. It's a tough draft mm-hmm. to predict. Like Chris, I can almost guarantee that we're going to be 100 percent wrong with the, with the, with the number 10 pick overall now. Based on what there's we're- always some type of craziness that goes on. Exactly. Exactly. So let's you can't jump. control our team like the Knicks pick someone out of nowhere. Yeah, I, I mean, literally, like when I was trying, when we'll 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 get into it with the Knicks, uh, but that was probably one of the hardest picks of the draft because you just never know what they're gonna do. Yeah. Anyways, let's jump right into it. Uh, Timberwolves, they do have the first overall pick. Literally every week, they're like, "Oh, we're gonna pick this guy. Oh, we're most likely gonna pick this guy. Oh, this week it's gonna be this guy." Like reports were coming out today that they're going to be picking Anthony Edwards after last week reports were coming out that they were going to pick James Wiseman, and then two weeks ago reports came out that they were going to pick Lamelo Ball. So really, no one knows what the heck is going on with with the uh, Timberwolves anymore. No one. They they are a huge mystery. But in the event that they do not trade their the first overall pick, Chris and I came together. We said this is a no brainer for them. They're going to pick James Wiseman. This is a yeah. no brainer. I feel like, you know, he was so hyped about in college and everything that went down with the whole situation there in Memphis. But, um, that was but, such a dumb situation. Yeah. I mean, he, he if, uh, so he was just like, frig this. You know, I'm going to be a top two pick, you know. 
uh, come and get me and see what I can do in the league. And um, I think the guy's going to be a, a big-time center. Um, I'm kind of hoping he doesn't go number one because I kind of would like to see him. Um, even though I'm not a Warriors fan, I think it'd just be dope if they got like a really good center to add to mm-hmm. their already good talent. So yeah, I know that's what the Warriors are eyeing down, but you know, time will tell. But yeah, but this this pick just makes sense for them. Um, it makes they have sense. they have D'Angelo Russell at, at at top of the key. They have Carl Anthony Towns down below. Why don't just throw in James Wiseman now too? Let's let's try to make them at least a 30 win team next season. <laughs> Yeah, legit. And I, I think I think they can accomplish that. I think Wiseman's prob I think Wiseman's the best player in this draft. So it, I think it just makes sense that he goes first. It, it it's hard to first. say how he's gonna be though, just because of how little he played at Memphis. Yeah. Again again because the NCAA literally is kind of just going off of the, talent mm-hmm. what he did in high school. Exactly. That's really. That's really. What you have to look at his high school stats more than his college stats because the NCAA is continuing to prove that they're one of the most corrupt organizations in sports. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So James Wiseman, number one, uh, second overall pick to the for the Golden State Warriors. Um, this is going to be a one-time thing for them for the next ten, fifteen years. Obviously, the Warriors they did not have Steph this year. They didn't have Clay this year. Obviously, Durant left them in free agency. So when you're just left with Draymond Green, you're gonna be terrible. Yeah, they have they have a lot of good talent there. Um, they drafted um, Eric Pascal last year in the second round. He's actually mm-hmm. from my hometown, which is pretty cool. Um, he had a pretty good rookie year there, and um, I think they just continue to build to that team, and they're gonna be right back into the picture, challenging the Lakers and the Clippers next year. Exactly. So we have them picking Lamelo Ball. Yep, we do. Just, just give them another three point machine. That's literally was that literally was I thought process on that one. Yep. Uh, Lamelo Ball, as we all know, he is the son of the most annoying father on the planet, Lavar Ball. Uh, he's the brother of Lonzo and Leangelo. We all know, we all know Lonzo's NBA abilities and how it looks like he's improving over New Orleans. Leangelo never really made it because he, you know, couldn't help himself in stealing fake sunglasses in China. <laughs> And now there's, and now here comes Lamelo. In my opinion, Lamelo is the best of the three Ball brothers. Um, I just think he just has. I think he's the most athletic. He can shoot the best. He can pass the best. Uh, he played pro in Australia and in he Lithuania already, so he already does have more than just college uh, experience. Um, so I I think that this is this is going to be a great pick for the Warriors and. It's going to be awful to, to try to stop this team next year. <laughs> yeah, it will be. <sighs> it's going to suck seeing the Warriors good again. It is. All right, moving on over to the third pick. Uh, this is, this belongs to the Charlotte Hornets. And if you think we're not putting – and if you think we're going to go with anybody but Anthony Edwards, uh, you're, you're not you, – you're not a basketball different. fan. Yeah, you, <laughs> you don't you, know basketball. You can, so you can stop listening then. He's going to be uh... – Good player for many years to come from what we've seen in college. Mm-hmm. I mean, Anthony Edwards put Georgia basketball kind of on the map this year. Yeah, they were. They were a good team. He's this is this is such a this is not the correct comparison, but when you think when I think about Anthony Edwards' uh, college career, no, I'm just basing it off of his college career and where he went to school, Georgia. It's kind of like what Colin Sexton did to Alabama. Put Alabama basketball on the map for the season. Yeah, it's a shame that he didn't get to play in the tournament, but uh, I think good things will be coming for him. And uh, probably Georgia, too. They'll maybe look at some good recruits, you know. Sometimes you just yeah. take that one recruit to get uh, recruited and kind of build up that program. Exactly. And plus, with all the trade rumors going around, Anthony Edwards might not be alone. So, No. All right, let's move on over to the fourth pick. And it's the Chicago Bulls. The Bulls, not good. They still won't be good even after this season. I feel like um, I have them. They 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 need all kinds of help. So I have them taking. Now I'm going to butcher this name here. So everyone get ready to laugh. I have them taking Denny Avdija. He he's a strong for he's a he's a small forward from playing it overseas in Israel right now. Yeah, I mean, suppose this guy's the real deal. You never know with these guys overseas. They can either be good or bad. But um, 
from all the tape I've seen, he looks like he could be the real deal. We'll mm-hmm. see. Uh, statistically, out of all the international players that are into the draft this year, this guy's the best. Without yeah. without a doubt, this guy's the best. Um, I, if he makes it beyond the Bulls on <clears throat> on uh, Wednesday night, then I I don't know what the Bulls are doing with with themselves. Then, nah, me too. I agree. Moving on over to the fifth pick. Um, this was a no-brainer for us. Uh, Obi Toppin, uh, the forward from Dayton. Obi Toppin, Obi Toppin was probably the best player in college basketball this season, without a doubt. Uh, he, ma- he made the Dayton Flyers look like they are like the Kentucky Wildcats. They, un- he's, a, he's probably the, um, the best athlete in this draft. I will say that. Yeah, he, his athletic ability, you know, dunking, he, he's all over the court, this kid. This this kid is this kid is a force to reckon with, and I think he's going to fit right in with the Cleveland Cavaliers. I know that's not really saying much because it's the Cleveland Cavaliers, but I yeah. I, I, I you got you got to start somewhere. I mean, Le, LeBron started in Cleveland. Look what happened. So exactly. Uh, when you look at his stats this season, um, he averaged twenty points a game, seven and a half rebounds, uh, field goal percentage was sixty three percent. Uh, this kid's only a sophomore too, and he's six nine. He's six nine, two hundred twenty pounds. This this kid, at, at his size, this kid shouldn't be doing what he was doing on the court this season. No, absolutely not. Uh, six pick. Uh, this was the first pick where Chris and I were looking at each other like, all right, who do we put here? This was tough to decide. So we so we basically flipped the coin. We're like, all right, heads this guy, tails that guy. Um, <laughs> And landed on heads, so we went with Killian Days, the point guard from France. Uh, Trey Trey Young needs some help. Get him another guard, um, just so it's not the, just the Trey Young show. It's still gonna be yeah. it's still gonna be the Trey Young show, but now he's gonna have some help with Killian Days. Um, I mean this 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 kid's no this kid's no uh, no slouch of a player. Um, I like I actually like I like this kid a lot. Looking at his stats. Uh, for the season, this kid- yeah, I mean, like, like we said, like these kids are—it's a toss-up. These people from overseas, but these guys are playing pro ball. A lot of people are starting to do this move, so it's it's kind of becoming more common in the NBA now. A lot of these top picks even are not going to college; they're either going to go to the, the new D League or overseas. Yeah, I mean, yeah, like kids are starting to just be like, "Nah, we don't want to go to college anymore" because they see how the NCAA really treats everybody. So they're kind of saying, "Yeah, we're we're good, we're good on that." Um, exactly. Uh, this kid's passing ability um, is probably one of the best in the draft in the draft this year. Um, that I and he can set he can basically set up any kind of play that he wants. And with with the Hawks, what's the one thing you want to do with the Hawks? You want you want to set up Trey Young. So that's exactly exactly that's exactly what they're gonna star. do. Yeah, gotta set up your start player. Uh, Trey Young is filthy. You gotta continue to build around that exactly. young, that young nucleus they have there. Exactly, they're kind of kind of going in the right direction. They are. They're, they're still like at least 10, 15 years away from being a threat, but they're going in the right direction. <laughs> exactly. Uh, speaking of being 10, 15 years away from being a threat, the Detroit Pistons. Uh, here comes another fun name to pronounce. Piston. Uh, we have them taking Onyeka Okongwu, the forward from USC. This kid's just ginormous, and he's he's just going to be a block machine. Yeah, he's going to be uh, – I don't think he's going to give uh, many points, but I think he's going to give no. you, you know, maybe like eight, ten, and maybe four assists a game, something like that. You know what I mean? This is purely the help. Boards. This is purely he's the gonna help He's going to get you blocks. He's going to help out that defense. This is purely a defensive pick right here for the Pistons. Yeah, which they need. They need a lot of help. Mm-hmm. They got to start somewhere. Like, they have Blake Griffin. Yeah. <laughs> like, if Blake Griffin – now, don't get me wrong. Blake Griffin's a good player. But if Blake Griffin's your best player, yikes. So, get, exactly. so put, Okong, put Okongwu in there for defensive purposes. All of a sudden, you're going to see a lot more block shots, a lot more rebounds too. Both offensively and defensively. Yes. All right, moving on over to the eighth pick. Here we go, Chris. 
Chris and I, I kid you not, we literally were like, we don't want, we don't, we almost don't want to put somebody here just because the Knicks don't know. They, they really will just pick some random person and everyone will be like, what the heck was that? Yes, it's so true. They're, they're unpredictable. I mean, they got it right last year, which is, which is, yeah, they we, did. It's, Rare for them. RJ RJ Barrett to dog. RJ RJ Bar- RJ Barrett was the correct pick. They thankfully got that right. And I mean RJ Barrett's gonna be great for the team until he requests a trade in three years once the Knicks go absolutely nowhere as usual. But yeah. Chris and I like we felt bad for this who put this kid here because this kid's actually a stud. Uh we put at the eighth overall pick RJ Hampton, another um a guard guard international player. This, yeah, they, this kid's they, they just, need a point guard. They do. They, well, Chris. Let's be honest here. They need more than just a point guard. But I think I think they had to draft one though. It it would be very Nick like to draft someone overseas instead of like a Trey uh, Trey Jones or someone like that from Duke who's a good point guard. Uh, yeah, but I don't think they would pick Trey. I don't think they'd pick Trey that high up though. No, they're not going to. I'm <laughs> saying, though, like in general, I'm just using him as an example. Yeah. Like they need, they need a point guard and help, and they continue to not address that area really. Yeah, I mean, this is very Nick like to do right here. Just pick someone who's good overseas and then ruin their career. Um, this kid, he the, the issue with this kid is that he only played 20 minutes a game this year, and he only played 19 games. Uh, in, yeah. in his career that they're looking at, um. He can hit his free throws really well. Can't really rebound that. He can't really do any rebounding that well. Um, this kid, this kid's just a scorer. That's really that's that's really what the Knicks. They need someone who can score because they have Barrett down low who can do everything else. Yeah, you want someone who can score and bring in fans. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Wizards' ninth pick. They have they have a lot of needs uh, as a team. Um, obviously, they have John Wall. They have Bradley Beal. Who knows how much longer John Wall is going to be happy, though, with the Wizards. Same with Bradley Beal. So maybe you start thinking, like, all right, could be the end pretty soon. So go out and go get Isaac Okoro, the forward from Auburn. This – I think Auburn was going to make a run in the tournament again, just like they did uh, two years ago. Uh, This kid was going to be the reason why, too. This kid was the lead – this kid easily was the leader of the team. Um, without 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 a doubt, when you thought of Auburn basketball uh, as of late, not in general, but as of late, you thought of Isaac Okoro. Uh, the, Auburn was lucky to get this kid. Um, he averaged about thirteen points a game. He got about five rebounds and two assists. Not bad as a freshman, too, and to have that yeah. have the impact that you did on the team as a freshman. Not bad. He's a solid player. And I think he's going to be solid for whatever team lands him. Yep. Absolutely. I think he's going to be an early – if he slips, if he starts slipping into the 10 to 20 picks, instantly this is – he'll be a steal. Yeah, you know what? Like we said, the NBA draft is always full of surprises, and a couple of these guys always drop. And uh, some of these teams in the late round that are playoff teams could be getting some good additions to their teams. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on over to the 10th pick with the Phoenix Suns. Chris, I'm very confident that we're not right with this pick. <laughs> yeah, I'm that's... very confident that we're not going to be right with this pick. Just because uh, earlier today, early, like literally I think it was like an hour, hour and a half ago, um, the Suns traded for Chris Paul um, from from the Thunder. Um, we'll go over the full, uh, full trade details a little bit later on. Um, but for now, I just don't think this pick is going to be right. Um, they are going to be – we had them picking Tyrese Haleburton, the point guard from Iowa State. Uh, this this kid, this kid's another guy where he can pass, he can shoot, um, he can steal the ball really well. Uh, I like this kid a lot. Uh, I was hoping he'd go to the Suns, but I'm, I'm now starting to think he's not going to be going there anymore. Absolutely. Um, after that trade, it's it's, it's picks toss up. But well, you know, we'll keep it. We made the draft. We won't change it. But we'll probably be wrong with this. Oh, pick. we're a thousand percent gonna be wrong with this pick. 
Yeah. If we're actually right, that'd be hilarious. It would be hilarious. The 11th pick that belongs to the San Antonio Spurs. Spurs missed the playoffs for like the first time, I think, in like 20-something years. Yeah. Weird. It was weird to not see him in the playoffs this year. It's weird to see him picking this high. Um, we have him taking uh, Patrick Williams forward from Florida State. Just enough, just just to get just to get a get a decent sized guy down down below. Um, yeah, it's a, it's a good pick when you think about it realistically. Mm-hmm. It's exactly what they kind of need. As weird as it sounds to say, but like Spurs, they do need some help. Um, and this kid at the time will be the best available, without a doubt. Yeah. Uh, the the Kings at the twelfth pick. Uh, the Kings are on the. They're kind of like they're moving up. They're they're like right there. They're right there. Bubble, bubble Darren Fox is uh, making the Kings look good. You know, you got Buddy healed. Um, so why not add a big guy down below? They're gonna add Precious uh, Precious Achiwua uh, forward from Memphis. I don't know if I said that name right. Uh, you did. Um, this this kid's a rebounding machine. Uh, the, Cel- yep. the Celtics they they're very highly considering him. Um, at their first, at their first of three picks in the first round, um, and so it would not surprise me if one of the Celtics try to move up to come get, to go get this kid because I know how high they are on him. But this kid's really just good at rebounding and defense. He can score a little bit, but defense, but defense is a specialty. Yeah, it would be a good fit for the Celtics if we can get him. We'll it, see what we do. It'd be pick. nice. Uh, New Orleans Pelicans, uh, last year they had the number one overall pick. Uh, they took some guy named Zion Williamson. I don't know if you've ever heard of him before, Chris. Yeah. <laughs> I heard he, wasn't, I heard he was, wasn't that bad once he started playing, but took him, nah, he... took him a little bit to get going. Um, he did. <laughs> um, anyways, the Pelicans, uh, they, we, they're at 13th this year. We have him taking Aaron uh, Neesmith, a forward from Vanderbilt. Just... This guy's base. Whenever Zion needs a break, or Brandon Ingram needs a break, this guy will just be going in for them. Yeah, the Pelicans are a good young team. They just need to continue. They draft well, it seems lately. So if they continue to do that, they just got to keep uh, adding those pieces. They're not that far away from being a playoff team. Exactly. Um, so the fourteenth pick. This is the first of three picks for the Celtics in the draft. Um. So, Chris, just because you and I are Celtics fans, we'll, we'll talk a little in-depth about just the Celtics in general. What's the one thing you, you think the Celtics need? I, I would have to say they need a big man, mm-hmm. someone who's going to be an immediate impact. I am. Um, I like some of our bench players that are usually starting centers. They're more bench players. We need to find more of a uh, starter for our team, and we need uh, more bench play as well. We need another shooter coming off the bench. Exactly. So, so Chris, you nailed every single point exactly. So when we were looking around, so when we were looking uh, at all the prospects this year at the 14th pick, we were thinking, all right, maybe Cole Anthony will do well. Tyrese Maxey, maybe, uh, maybe we could, we could fit in the forward Jalen Smith from Maryland. But in the end, we decided to go with the most polarizing player in the draft this year, and I am going to a thousand percent mispronounce his name. Uh, we have them picking Alexei uh, Pokusevsky from yeah. Serbia. He's a forward, uh, rebounding machine. Uh, he 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 can box out well. Uh, he can block a shot when he needs to. He he just needs to work on his offense. Really, he does. He's not great at offense. Defensively, great. Offensively, needs some work, and that's what I think. Hopefully. I don't know what the rules are for summer league, if there even is going to be one this year. But hopefully, if this guy does end up be- becoming a Celtic on Wednesday night, Celtics immediately address the offense with this guy because when you have an offense that features Kemba Walker, Jalen Brown, uh, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, you have Marcus Smart as well. You have Gordon Hayward, assuming he's going to stay on the team. You got you, you got to be able to pl- you got to be able to keep up. Yeah, yeah, you got to keep adding to the challenge that we have. Um, every every other team's getting better. We need to continue to get better as well. Exactly. Couldn't have said it better myself. Fifteenth, uh, Orlando Magic. Uh, we have them taking Cole Anthony, the guard from North Carolina. 
pair yeah, pair, he, pair this, he would be a nice fit there. Yeah, pair this kid with DJ Augustine. Pair this kid with. Oh God, I'm blanking on his name. Who's uh, Marquise Fultz or Markel yep. Markel Fultz? Sorry, not Marquise. Markel Fultz. Uh, this kid will just. This, I think this kid's gonna be better than Markel Fultz. If I'm being honest with you, but I yeah. I, I think pair him up with DJ Augustine. You got a solid backcourt right there. Uh, North yeah, Ca- North Carolina had an off year this year in general because they didn't really have great players outside of Cole Anthony. Cole Anthony got hurt. When he came back, the team got good. So that kind of tells you how good of a player Cole Anthony is. Uh, I, I kind of expect big things from him in the NBA. Yeah. Um, I uh, As a Duke fan, I saw him play against us twice. Even though Carolina wasn't good, the kid is um, the kid is legit. He, get, he gave you guys legit. He did. Yeah, we we did a good job shutting him down, but uh, he had a he's he he can ball for sure, and I think he's gonna be a good NBA player. All right, moving on to to the Trailblazers. Sorry, I, just, I thought I just saw some breaking news from Shams, but nope. Uh, Trailblazers at the 16th pick. Uh, I have them taking forward uh, Sadiq Bay from Villanova. This isn't the flashiest pick right here, considering who the Trailblazers are as a team. Um, but this is just someone who can just who can just give you some quality minutes and can make Dame Lillard happy. At the end of the day, that's what you want to do when you, when uh, when you're the Portland management. You want to just make sure Dame's happy, and I think that's what Sadiq Bay can do. Uh, he needs to he needs some improvement basically in all aspects of basketball, but he's good enough, I think, to be the 16th overall pick and to make uh, Dame Dame Lillard happy. Yeah. Um, Villanova is a great program. Uh, they continue to put good people into the league lately, and mm-hmm. I think uh, this kid's going to be another example of uh, Jay Wright's program. He's gonna he's gonna take a few years though. He's gonna be one of those players where it'll be uh, year four or year five, and he'll that will be his breakout season. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll see what happens. All right, Timberwolves to the have the also seventeenth pick as well as the first <laughs> overall pick. If you remember, we had the T-Wolves taking James Wiseman first overall. Now let's get them a guard with Tyrese Maxey from Kentucky. We all saw what Tyrese Maxey did with Kentucky last season. Kid was a, yeah. This kid was a stud. This kid was, this kid was an issue for everybody last year. And, He's good. And honestly, this is he kind of slips a little bit at 17. In all reality, I really think he he might go um, from to the 10-15 range. Um if the Timberwolves can get him at 17, Timberwolves are, are going to be probably having the best draft. Address two needs right there because you put Tyrese Maxey with D'Lo. Oh, boy. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, 18th pick with the D- Dallas Mavericks. Again, not the flashiest pick for the Mavericks right here, but I ha- but we have them taking uh, Jalen Smith, the forward from Maryland. Not Again, he's a little undersized. But he he can uh he can play all aspects of the floor. Yeah. Not, not again, you know. Obviously, they have Luca. They have Porzingis. Um, go get him a third guy, and I think J- Jalen Smith could be the third guy for them. Um, he's another one of those developmental players. Yeah, you're not wrong there, Matt. You are not wrong there. Another development player. Um. The Mavs are a good team. They seem they have a good coach in Rick Carlisle. Um, I think they do a good job of developing players there. And uh, this kid could probably just be another example of that. They're not that far off the Mavs from being. I mean, they're already good, but they're not. They're they're a good team. The Mavs when healthy. All right, nineteenth pick with the Brooklyn Nets. We might be a thousand percent wrong with this, concerning what just broke a few minutes ago. Um, we'll talk about that. We'll, I'll talk about that in a second. Um, we had him taking Devin Vassell, the, the guard from Florida State. Vassell, we have him falling to 19. This kid really is probably going to go b- way before 19. But for now, the, the Nets, they do need another guard. He'll be the best guard available at the time. Just go ahead and take him. Yeah. Uh, Nets definitely need uh, point guard help for sure. Mm-hmm. Depending on what they do with these trades, but time will tell. Uh, the 20th pick, Miami Heat. We all know what the Heat just did with Jimmy Butler last year. Uh, Josh Green, guard from Florida – from not from Florida State, from Arizona. This kid's a weapon. He's going to fit right in with Miami. Jimmy Butler's going to be very happy with this pick. Yeah, a young nucleus of team. Add another young weapon. 
for uh, Eric Sposer, who's one of the best coaches in the league. Um, it would be a good pick for Miami if he if he falls to them. He's another one of those kids where he might not be there at twenty, but we're taking a chance with that. Yeah, we are. Uh, twenty first pick. We apologize to the player going to the seventy sixers. That means you're going to not be be able to play a rookie season due to injury. That will be happening very shortly after you get picked. Uh, the reason <laughs> the, the reason why we're, I'm saying that is because recently all the majority of the picks for the seventy sixers in the first round, with the exception of. Of Thibault, even though he was technically a Celtics pick, he was traded later on to the Sixers. Technically, you have Ben Simmons, you have Joel Embiid, you have Marco Fultz. All got injured in the rookie years, wiped away. So, yeah. Chris and I, we would like to apologize to Kiara Lewis Jr., the guard from Alabama. Hopefully, you don't get injured. Um, but whenever a rookie is going to the 76ers, you're instantly cursed. <laughs> it's so true. Uh, this kid kind of took over the role, kind of kind of looked like Colin Sexton uh, for Alabama. Dominant guard, can control the floor really well, can sh- has a nice set of hands, can shoot the ball well. I like uh, the Sixers. They do need a guard. They really do need a guard, so I think this is a good pick for them. Yeah, um, if they don't get injured. <laughs> of course. Uh, the Nuggets at 22. We have taken Jane McDaniels forward from Washington. This is just so they can have another body. Yeah, I mean, uh, simple as that. Nuggets are good. Add another body to that young nucleus. Mm-hmm. Uh, 23, the Utah Jazz. We have them taking Tyler Bay. Um, Bay might be one of the most underrated players in this draft, in my opinion. So underrated. He put, he put Colorado basketball on the map this season. Um, I, I, re- I really liked him a lot when I was watching his highlights. When I was watching his highlights, uh, I was like, this 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 kid what is in, in a Kentucky uniform or a Duke uniform or a North Carolina uniform? What's going on? Yeah, the kid's legit. I mean, I, my friend went to school in Colorado, so I I watched their games quite often last year when they played. And this kid, the kid is legit. He's he's an impact player mm-hmm. right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Bucks at twenty four. Uh, we have them taking uh, Theo Meld- uh, Theo Meldon, the guard from France. Bucks need a guard. We all know that. Uh, obviously, when you think of the Bucks, you think of uh, Giannis. This is probably Giannis's last season in Milwaukee. Try to try to give him a championship before he leaves, and I think Theo Meldon uh, gives them a good opportunity to do that. Yeah, uh, Bucks are an interesting team to watch next season with the whole uh, Giannis mm-hmm. thing. So they got to continue to put talent around them. Uh, Thunder twenty five. This pick is horribly wrong as well. Um, we have them taking. Leandro Bulmaro, the guard from Barcelona. The reason why this is wrong because in return for Chris Paul, they got I'm trying to think off the top of my head. They got Ricky Rubio, they got Ty Jerome, they got I forget who else they got. They got a first pick. They got a first draft pick for first round draft pick for next season, but that's not relevant player wise. They got two guards basically for Chris Paul. Thousand percent, this is not going to be the thousand percent. This will not be a pick. No, nah, yeah, probably not. But we're gonna stay with we're gonna stay the course. Mm-hmm. All right, twenty six. Celtics second pick of the night. So they've covered ha- they covered having a big guy who can rebound. Now let's go get somebody who can shoot. This pick is a little bit of a stretch here. Um, we had them taking Cassius Winston, the guard from Michigan State. This kid was was arguably the. This kid was arguably the, uh, the best shooter for Michigan State. Um, when you thought of Michigan State basketball the last couple of seasons, you've thought of Cassius Winston. He was the leader of this team. Tom Izzo really trusted him with basically anything. He's going to um, be good. He's going to be a good bench player, I think. He's, he's going to be a good bench player. Definitely will not be a starter ever. Um, this, is good. this is like an upgraded version of Carson. Yeah, Adams. exactly what I was thinking. All right, to the New York Knicks at 27. So the Knicks have not one, but two chances to screw up in the first round. Uh, we have them taking Malachi Flynn, guard from San Diego State University. Um, they really they, they really need a lot of help, as we have already discussed. Get two guards to, co- to cover that position and then worry about 
everything else in free agency, and if you can get get someone decent in the second yeah, round. Yeah, well, uh, <laughs> who knows what the Knicks do with their picks? It, it really is a toss up, Matt. <laughs> it really is. I wouldn't we be might surprised. As well, we might as well mark those two picks up as as an L. Yep, I I I'm not kidding you, Chris. Um, I already have the giant X next to yeah. this pick already. <laughs> Um, all right, so the Thunder at 28. Now, as of right now, or I'm, I'm going to go into this. As of right now, this is the Lakers pick. But it seems like the Lakers and the Thunder are talk and are talking for the Thunder to acquire to, for the Thunder to acquire this pick. Um, this is involving the this is involving the Danny Green trade with Dennis Schroeder. Yep. Um in case, case you guys haven't followed along, Lakers and the Thunder, they agreed in principle for the Thunder to trade uh, Dennis Schroeder to the Lakers. In return, the Lakers give up the first-round pick and Danny Green. Danny Green kind of came out and said, I am not playing for Oklahoma City, so now they're trying to find a third team for this. So Chris and I are just assuming that this they're going to end up pulling this off before Wednesday night. Um, so if this is the Thunder at 28, they're going – at twenty, yep, at twenty-eight, we have them taking Jahimi Jahimius Ramsey, the guard from Texas Tech. Probably not correct either with what happened with the trade earlier today. Um, if this is the Lakers, we have them taking Desmond Bain, uh, the guard, the guard from uh, TCU. Um, again, but this is the Thunder. This is probably not right considering what, what trade they did today. So I'm going to go ahead and put another giant X. On this big X. So Chris, Chris, we're not looking too hot right now. To end the yeah. draft, yeah. <laughs> Why do we bother? Because we like doing it. Exactly. <laughs> uh, the Raptors at twenty nine. Uh, we have taken Robert Woodard, the forward from Mississippi State. This guy, this guy, he needs to get bigger. And he needs to get more athletic. But the Thunder, the Thunder, they do not the Thunder. The Raptors, yes, they have Pascal Siakam. Um, but they do, they do need another forward down below, and I think, I think Woodard could could do that he can shoot a little bit uh defensively needs a lot of work but i think this i think this would be a good pick for the raptors it would be all right and then to end off our mock draft at pick 30 the boston celtics they are taking yudoka azabuki the center from kansas this guy is a monster he is an upgrade from taco fall i love taco fall but but Azubuki, I think, is a better version of Taco Bell. Not as tall as him, but just a better version. Yeah, uh, you got that spot on. All right. So so, so pay attention to our um, social media this week on uh, on Instagram. We're going to try to update you guys and see, see our progress on the draft. Um, prepare to see a lot of incorrect picks, most likely, especially with the Knicks and Thunder. Uh, should be a fun week, though. Um, um, yeah, so let's move on over to the free agency preview. Um, so last week, as we, as I kind of said to start off today, it seemed like everyone was up for a trade. It really did seem like that. It seemed like, like every day I'd be texting Chris, like, oh, this guy's up. This guy's probably going to be traded. Oh, this guy might be traded. And uh, so, so on and so on. Uh, 12 minutes ago, uh, uh, Shams from the Athletic uh, kind of broke the news that the Rockets, Rockets star James Harden wants to be wants to be traded to contender, and Brooklyn and Philadelphia are the two teams that he wants to go to. Yeah, I, I don't. Oh don't feel like. God! So, so it seems like he really so he's zeroed in on both those teams. Instantly, when I think James Harden to either one of those teams, I instantly just feel the toxicity in both of those locker rooms <laughs> right away. Disaster. That, that, it's a, that's a disaster waiting to happen because with, with the Nets, you have Kyrie and you have Durant, two guys who are ball hogs. You get a third with James Harden. That ain't going to work. You look at Philly, you have Joel Embiid, who if you piss him off once, he instantly hates you. You have Ben Simmons, who is the leader of that team. Yeah, not looking good either. Philly's a mess. Yeah, you got Doc Rivers there now. They add to that mess. Um, I would love to see it because I don't like um, Philadelphia at all. Would love to see. I'm not a big Harden fan as well, so I would like to see him struggle there. Oh no, I'm not a Harden but, uh, fan at all. I like his beard, but I don't like him as well. Yeah, his sneakers are okay, but other than that, I'm not a big fan. Yeah, 
Exactly. Um, so when looking at when looking at some other free agency stuff going on, um, the the big the big one of the free agency class is Anthony Davis. Uh, declined his player option, so he's technically an unrestricted free he agent. Going nowhere. I don't think he's going to be going anywhere. To be honest with you, no, no way he leaves the Lakers. No, it was ex- he, it was he, expected that he was going to decline it because obviously you can max out in the market. The Lakers will give him the max, and they're going to continue to build uh, probably a couple more championships with Tim LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brandon Brandon Ingram, he's a restricted free agent. He ain't going anywhere. Nah, he probably stays. Demar Derozan in where does he play? San Antonio. He actually just opted in to his final contract today, into, into the contract today, so he isn't going anywhere officially. Next, you have Fred Van Fleet, uh, unrestricted free agent from the Raptors. He ain't going anywhere. No. Te- teams are, teams are going to try to sign him, but he ain't going to go anywhere. No. Uh, Montrez Harrell uh, from the Clippers. I think he's. I think he probably will go somewhere else. I don't think the Clippers are going to keep him. I wouldn't be surprised, actually, if he follows Doc and goes to the Sixers. That's a good prediction, you know. Uh, it seems like Doc, the Sixers could use him. Yeah, him and Doc kind of seem to like each other um, throughout the year. Uh, Montrezl Harrell is the sixth man of the year to uh, this season. Yeah, so it would be a good addition. Mm-hmm. Gordon Hayward. All right, this is a mystery and a half. No one knows anything. No one knows what Gordon Hayward I'm hoping do. he stays, like we- I said a couple of weeks ago on the show. I like the guy. I like Gordon Hayward a lot, but here's my but here's my thing because now I'm seeing some reports about Gordon Hayward. He's upset with the team. He's he's kind of made it known to the to the Celtics management. He is upset with them because of the, because of his diminishing role with the team. Here's my thing on that. The reason why he is having a diminishing role on the team because the guy can't stop getting injured. Yep, it seems to be. I'm excluding I'm excluding what happened to him in Cleveland. Uh, the first, with his first game with the Celtics, I'm completely ex- excluding that because, I mean, that was that was just horrific, and no one ever plans. I mean, no one ever plans to be injured in general, but no one plans to be injured to that extent. No, that was terrible. But the the guy the guy can't stay healthy. He can't. Yeah, I mean, I don't think he should be asking for any more money when you're not a consistent, reliable player. Uh, you're reliable when you're on the court. Yeah, we love you, but you got to be on the court. And mm-hmm. these injury bugs have got to stop. So it, it just it just seems it seems like he probably will probably opt in because of the amount of money he's going to make, but he's not going to like no, it. No, he won't. Plus, I think if he opts in, I think the Celtics have a chance to trade him right away. And if I'm Boston, I kind of do that, where I'm going to be like, all right, some someone take take his take take the contract. We don't want to deal with this. Take take it. Yeah. So I think that goes back to the Rudy Gobert tr- trade rumors, where potentially he could be going back to Utah. So it's definitely something to keep an eye on. Definitely. Uh, Boban Bogdanovich from the Kings, restricted free agent. He ain't going anywhere. Goran Dragic from the Heat. Uh, Miami likes him. They ain't gonna go. Any- he isn't gonna go anywhere. Uh, David Burton, Davis Burton's. Uh, I think the Wizards like him a lot. He ain't gonna go anywhere. And then Danilo. I highly doubt the Thunder are gonna re-sign Danilo. I I know I know he basically helped them get to the fifth seed with Chris Paul last season. No, no way the Thunder keep him again, though. No, I have to agree with you on that. Um, so let's move on into the Celtics for who who do we want? Who we want uh, for them to sign? Who are hoping that they sign? We're going to be realistic here. We're I got not going to say like, things. oh, I got. I, I'm I, sure I, you. Ha- I got a nice little list. Sure. People I want to trade. For I have. Or a, I have a nice little list too. I have a nice little list too. So Chris, why don't you kick this off? All right. So my number one thing I would like to do would be. Uh, you could solve part of your problem with the Hayward situation, and you can send him to Indiana for Miles Turner, one of our first round picks, maybe, or our second round pick, and yes, uh, maybe one of our other big men on the bench. And uh, seems like Miles Turner's unhappy there, and we can kind of work things out. They get a shooter, we get the big man we want, and then they get a pick out of it. Chris, you stole my number one. So we're both got the same number one. Who's your number two? I'm gonna make you. I'm. I'm gonna make you say your number two. Let's see if we. My number two, um, it would be if it's kind of the same situation. I'm gonna do my first two ones are trade. So I would say the whole uh, Rudy Gobier. I'm butchering that name, but um, he he's another good player. I think uh, 
after everything that went down in Utah, I think they kind of have to go separate ways. And uh, it's another thing. We could send them Hayward. Uh, he kind of goes back to where he started. I think that would be a good fit for uh, both teams. So my number two, we, we actually we actually don't agree, thankfully. Otherwise, this would have been boring as hell. My number two is Drew Holiday. Oh, yeah, Drew Holiday. Trade for Drew Holiday. Mm-hmm. I say... I say trade the 30th overall pick. That's the end of the first round. Trade the 30th overall pick and maybe one of the bench and maybe like one of the bench players like Carson Edwards or something like that to go get Drew Holiday. Not a bad idea. I think it's stupid that there are reports that the Celtics were going to be trading Kemba to go get Drew Holiday because that that's such a downgrade. Yeah. That's not going to happen. So anyone who thinks that's going to be happening, no. <laughs> Um, who's your number? What's your number three? My number three is a free agent, and I would have to. I uh, he's twenty two years old, and uh, I think he has lots of potential. Is Harry Giles? You're a big Harry Giles guy. Yeah, I'm a, I, obviously I'm a Duke fan, so um, he went to Duke. Big guy, a big fan of him. I think he has a lot of raw potential that hasn't been tapped yet. And this was the first season where he was healthy, and he was he was a pretty solid player for the Kings. And um, I think it, the Celtics are one of the teams that are on his list That, from what I've been reading. And um, I really think he could be a good fit. And I think Brad Stevens can get the most out of him. So that's a surprise pick, but I think he could be um, a good impact player. And if you draft another center as well, he could play the power forward center. And he, he can shoot. I like it, Chris. I like that. Oh, you surprised me a little yeah. bit. Yeah. I like that. What's well, your number three? Um, so don't get too mad at me for this one, Chris. So I know me and you have made fun of him before in the past. I, I would love to see him go get JaVale McGee. McGee. Hey, the guy, the guy seems to play, always play hard. He puts up quality minutes. Uh, he's a free agent. Um, I, he obviously just won a title with the Lakers. Uh, he'd be a fan favorite instantly. And I think... If they end up going to go get Javel McGee, I think it's time to say goodbye to Anis Cantor. Yeah, I yeah, I love Cantor. He's funny, funny guy. Uh, but Cantor's uh, a Cantor's a great person the, in general. Not part of the Celtic solution for sure. No, Cantor, Cantor, great guy, great person. Not that great of a player. No, past his time. Not that. Yeah. Uh, what's your next one? My next one. Okay, so this is another uh, probably going to be a sur- surprising one to you. Uh, you might think I'm biased here because it's another Duke player, but you know I think we could get him at at the low. Is Mason Plumley? You think we can get Mason Plumley? Yeah, I think we could. Why? Uh, why would I want him? He can do a little bit of everything. He can shoot. He rebounds, and he averages like a double double game. And uh, he's just been a consistent player. Uh, I'm not saying he has to be a starter, but he can be someone good off the bench. My my. Uh, my dream scenario is to hopefully get someone in the draft that's going to be the starter and then uh, another one of these players we could sign to uh, add to our team. I think we can get him at a team-friendly contract as well. All right, 
real. Can you hear me? Yeah. 